Free Your Inner Guru is a listener-supported show. Supporting the podcast is also designed to support you by keeping the episodes free of ads, but also with rewards for your donation like the Free Your Inner Guru guidebook, a private listener forum, and live monthly Q&A sessions. To become a supporting member, you can visit patreon.com forward slash free your inner guru. Welcome to Free Your Inner Guru. I'm your host, Laura Tucker. The Free Your Inner Guru podcast is known for big conversations about conscious leadership, personal development, spirituality, business, and connecting to the wisdom within. I've got a story to share with you this week about an exercise in empathy. I'm a part of a 100-day seminar. It was my investment for the new year. It's called the Marketing Seminar. And it was time for me to sharpen some of my skills around business for myself, but also on behalf of my clients. And so I enrolled in Seth Godin's The Marketing Seminar. His new book, This Is Marketing, is based on this seminar. And the book is outstanding. I read it in the fall leading up to Christmas time. And, uh, and then I was on Seth's list from before. And based on the book and based on what his marketing said, about this course, I decided to take the leap of faith and invest and join this seminar. One of the key aspects of it is the community that is built around the course. There are hundreds, if not thousands of people. Not everybody is like-minded, but certainly we're all learning from the same source. So we have that in common. So in that community, Seth Godin is the, the magnet, the lightning rod that brought us all in. But beyond that, there are business people from all over the world, every single type of business imaginable. There are a number of coaches, which is a lot of fun to connect with uh, new coaches around the world. And uh, lots of people, quite frankly, that I'll be inviting to come on to the podcast as guests because so, so many are interested in conscious business and conscious leadership. So that is all the extraordinary benefit of becoming involved in a community that's based on a common um, thread or theme. In this case, the it's, it is highly conscious material, but marketing is the lightning rod. Everybody is wanting to grow something. The thing that I'm wanting to grow is this very podcast and the community around it, which you'll hear more about over time. I was really inspired to share the result of this one um, of the many exercises that I've written and participated and had feedback on, and it's an exercise in empathy. Now, you, like me, might be wondering, what does empathy have to do with marketing? Isn't marketing about sales? Isn't marketing about making money? What is the relationship between empathy and marketing? Well, according to my new teacher, Seth Godin, empathy has everything to do with marketing, at least the marketing that is sustainable in the modern world, because it's not just about awareness and product awareness or service awareness or podcast awareness or any other business awareness. We have to know who it is that we seek to serve. So this mental exercise was to find someone who is not like the people you seek to serve, who is not like you. And 
we weren't to choose anyone controversial or political or anything like that. And I had a really hard time choosing a subject for this. And it went on for days, which is costly because there's an exercise every other day. So if you stall, you're going to fall behind. So I finally thought, okay, I'm going to give myself a, a deadline here and choose the first person who I saw, who I thought was not like me, who I judged as separate as me, different from me, and um, maybe who I looked down on or was critical as a result. And so I got out of bed, I went to, you know, about my business, a lot of which is here in the house, so not exposed to a lot of people um, many days. But I had to go to yoga. And I was walking along the street, like I do several times a week. And I passed a cafe. I live on a very busy street in or just north of a very busy street called the Danforth in Toronto. It's a main artery that runs east-west through the city. So I'm walking westbound on the Danforth and between my place and the yoga studio, there are several cafes and these cafes for the most part, their target audience are the older Italian men in the neighborhood. Um, Toronto is a city of villages and it just so happens that this end of the Danforth or the blocks that I walk on, that's the demographic. And so I walk by these gentlemen at the cafe regularly. And as I was looking with scorn on them because they stand outside and they smoke and they toss their cigarette butts everywhere. And it makes me crazy. And as soon as I got that feeling, I reminded myself that, oh, I have to write about one of them. I'm perceiving them as the other. And so after yoga, I came back home and, uh, and a couple of things happened. First of all, I wrote this piece that I'm going to read for you. And it surprised me. It surprised me because when I took a breath and I just let myself go and get into an empathetic mode about what might it be like to be one of these old gentlemen at the cafe, this came out. What am I going to do today? Who am I kidding? It's just like any other day. I can't remember. Is my football team playing today? At least that will help the time pass. Yep. I'll go down to the cafe. Ever since Sophia died, the days are so long. It's cold out. I should put on some gloves and do up my jacket, but the guys at the cafe will razz me. Sometimes it's like we're still in high school. It feels nice to belong. My back is sore. My feet are sore. I can hardly catch my breath. I should have given up smoking ages ago, but who would I talk to? And when? I love it at the cafe, everyone hanging out. The young guys come in and out on their breaks and take some time to talk to us, the old guard. The world has changed so much in the last 10 years let alone in the last 30. I feel like it has passed me by. Like there is a whole other world out there 
that I have no idea how to access. But the cafe hasn't changed, and I like that. I love my neighborhood. All the comings and goings. It used to be quiet at this end of the Danforth. To be honest, it's always been a little shady. I've been going to the cafe every day for the last 30 years. Since I stopped working, I spend as much time as the cafe as I can. At first, it was to stay out of Sophia's way while she cooked and cleaned and ran the house. I felt useless and in the way. Now I go there, so I don't think about her so much. I miss her. The neighborhood is changing. In some ways, I like it. I don't feel like I have to look over my shoulder all the time. It's safer with the new stores and more people on the street. But thanks to all those new stores and markets, there's all these new people on my street. I see the look on the faces of those women going to the new yoga studio. Women never used to look at me like that. I see their disgust. They are repelled. They think we are dirty old men dirtying up their street. Don't they know that it is our street? That we were here first? I miss Sophia. She would always give me shit for tossing my butts on the sidewalk. Hey, George, how are you today? So I posted that story in the platform that we use to communicate all of the participants and coaches in the program. And a number of people wrote back how much they, it struck a chord with them. And uh, I read it to a good friend of mine, or I handed my phone, I think, to her, and she read it over the weekend, and she started to cry. And the first thing that she said to me was, I can so see you walking by them and, you know, giving them a dirty look. So that didn't make me very proud of myself, but um, a couple of things have changed since that uh, that encounter and uh, and writing that. So here's a couple of things that I learned. First and foremost, maybe I shouldn't be scowling at people in the street. You never know what's going on in somebody else's life or, you know, that this cafe and this experience is about community. And I can relate to the desire for community and connection. In fact, we probably all can. So what looks on the surface like the old guard, and sometimes it seems very territorial, is actually a community that I have no access to, much like he feels he has no access to a part of the world that I do. The second thing that happened was the very next time that I walked to yoga, um, it was really super messy out. And I thought, you know, I need to approach this in a, in a different way. If I'm going to have empathy, this is not only is it just a good intellectual exercise, it's a good exercise as a human being. So I started actually smiling instead of scowling. And of course, what happens? They smile back. Not all of them. They're caught up in their own world and each other. And that, that's okay. So there's this really messy, messy day. And the sidewalks are... Um, slushy and hard to walk on and very icy because we've had nothing but extreme cold than warm, extreme cold than warm. It's going to take us forever to get rid of all the ice here. But um, there, so there was this day and I came the very next time I came out of the yoga studio 
the sidewalk was down to a very, very skinny um, path that wasn't slippery. And a bunch of the men were standing right in the middle of it. And uh, everybody else had to go around them. So that tested my empathy muscle. It showed me that it could go weak again. And, uh, but then I saw it. I saw this one man, a different man from the first one that I wrote about. He's actually fictional. But I saw this man move away from the group and stand off to the side. He saw that I was having difficulty getting around them. And, and he was calling them to come away, to move away repeatedly. And he's speaking Italian, so I can't understand exactly what he's saying, but you get the gist of it from his tone. And he's the one of that crowd who is more aware of other people around them. And he's trying to spread that awareness to his peers. Now, his peers were not interested in moving or listening to him, and they kept in their their circle. But I don't know that if I had been able to, if I hadn't been able to set aside my judgment, if I would have been able to spot the one who was more aware. And it just struck me in that moment, how much do we miss when we're caught up in judgment? Isn't judgment the same thing as putting blinders on? And so this exercise in empathy that has since gone on to finding empathy for the people that I seek to serve in my coaching practice and by publishing this podcast. Um, This has turned into an insight that, you know, empathy is a muscle. Empathy is in the mind of the beholder, which means it's 100% under our control. If we can take down the barrier or take off the blinders of judgment, how much more might we be able to perceive? And in the pursuit of freeing your inner guru, perception is so important. If we have a very narrow perception, a very narrow awareness of the people around us, because let's face it, we all judge. What would happen to our insightfulness? What would happen to our ability to tap into our intuition? And so of late, I am using this empathy exercise as a way to observe, a way to monitor, and a way to heighten my own awareness of the people around me, even and especially in incidental contact. So I'll just throw that out there for you to give that a whirl. I would love to hear back from you about whether or not this brought up anything for you, or if you go out and give it a try and join me in an exercise of empathy. I would love to hear back from you whether or not you think that there is, or you experience, let's get out of our heads, Laura, um, whether or not you experience any expanded awareness or heightened awareness or ability to tap in more deeply to your intuition by practicing empathy. And if you want to provide me with that feedback, what I would love you to do, there's a couple of ways. You can come on over to lauratucker.com where the podcast is hosted and leave a comment on the episode page. It'll be lauratucker.com slash episode 44. 
Or you can join us in our free Facebook group. It's called the Free Your Inner Guru Podcast Community. And uh, you can find that on Facebook. And I'll drop a link to the Facebook group here. And I'm also very active with the podcast on Instagram. So I'll drop some notes there. So in the spirit of gathering some community around the podcast, I'd love for you to reach out to me either by private message or by more public engagement. And, uh, and let's see if our empathy can serve as a connection to free your inner guru. Thanks for listening. I'm Laura Tucker signing off for free your inner guru. Thank you for listening to Free Your Inner Guru. I know you have a lot of choice where you receive your inspiration and information. If today's episode resonated with you, I'd be grateful if you would take a few extra seconds for three quick things. First, if there's an idea or story that you know would make a difference in someone else's life, follow the link in the show notes back to our website where you can easily share it with them. Second, subscribe so that you can be part of the ongoing conversation on whatever app or website you're listening on big conversations become the catalyst for meaningful change. And if you happen to be listening on iTunes, please take a few moments to leave a rating and a review. The last thing I'll leave you with is that we are building a community of conscious leaders to engage in big conversations and support the Free Your Inner Guru podcast. To find out more, visit patreon.com forward slash freeyourinnerguru or support.freeyourinnerguru.com. Until next time, I'm Laura Tucker signing off for Free Your Inner Guru.